Hey everyone, welcome to Better Than Batman. I'm Kat. And I'm Adam. And this is a podcast where we talk about film and ask that time-old question, is it better than Batman? Wow. Welcome to the show. What a question. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) How are you? I'm doing well. Yeah. I'm doing well. We've been hanging out for a little while. Yeah, we have. We just- Watching some movies. Yeah. That was a nice morning. We got got a good one today. Yeah. I'm really excited about this one. Yeah. We're taking a serious turn. We are. Here at the podcast. Yeah. For once. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, we can't be serious. Who are we kidding? Yeah, who are we kidding? <laughs> uh, so um, let's uh, let's chat about the two movies real quick. Yeah. And how they're connected and what we're going to be reviewing today. Okay. All right. So first movie we're going to yep. throw up is uh, uh, Dog Day Afternoon, 1975. And then we're going to hit it up with uh, The Inside Man. The Inside Man. <laughs> I love it. I can't wait. So excited! Yeah, two two bank robbery movies, two New York, New York bank robbery movies. Yeah, yeah, it's exciting. And now that we've watched Dog Day Afternoon, we we saw a lot of similarities. Yeah, yeah, very much so. So, uh, so yeah, let's so let's let's dive in. Let's dive in. Here we go. Okay. All right. All right. Dog well, Day. Dog Day. Here we go. Nineteen seventy five. Um, when an inexperienced criminal, Sonny, that's Al Pacino, leads a bank robbery in Brooklyn, things quickly go wrong and a hostage situation develops. As Sonny and his accomplice, Sal, John Cazelli, try desperately to remain in control, a media circus develops and the FBI arrives, creating even more tension. Gradually, Sonny's surprising motivations behind the robbery are revealed and his standoff with law enforcement moves towards its inevitable end. Directed. So that's the uh, that's what the internet. That's says. what the internet says. I trust it. It's been around for a while. We trust the internet. Oh yeah, <laughs> who who shouldn't? So uh, that was directed by Sidney Lumet. Yeah, who did? Um, looks like he did Serpico a oh, couple okay. years before this movie. Oh wow! Oh, I, I thought he. I thought Al Pacino did it after. That's interesting. Yeah, seventy three Serpico. Okay. So he had a rapport with him. Yeah. Pulled him in for Dog Day. This is a crazy story. Yeah. Such a crazy and a true story. True story. True yeah. story. Um. Yeah, that was a wild ride. We just got that. That was my first time watching it. We watched it this morning together. Um, and it's a very. It's pretty gripping. Like it's pretty. Pretty. I mean, I don't even know if I would say action-packed, but it certainly held my attention the whole movie. You're just like, yeah, because you don't know what's going to happen, right? And he he doesn't know what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. He doesn't even know what his plan it's is. A, it's a high stakes yeah. movie. A lot of a lot of bank robbery movies are because it could go wrong at any second, right? right. One wrong move and you're you're done, right? Um, which is kind of exciting. And I, I never really thought that I. I would never pick that these are the type of movies I like, but I do like these movies that kind of keep you on the edge of your seat. Yeah. I think they're fun. Yeah. Like, what about you? I do. I love bank robbery movies. Yeah. Or, you know, heist movies. Heist, yeah. Any, but, I guess they can kind of be yeah. lumped, lumped together. You know, and it, everybody always seems like they have a plan. Yeah. And they're trying to stick to this plan, but there's no plan in this movie. <laughs> there's is, no plan. It, yeah, let's 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 talk about that. Well, actually, I'm sorry. I'm getting ahead of myself. I'm sorry. <laughs> we do this because we get really excited. <laughs> Apologies. No, no. Let's talk. Let's talk just real quick. You you mentioned the director. Um, let's just talk really quickly about the actors in, in the yeah. movie. Um, obviously, Mr. Yeah. Al Pacino. Mr. Al Pacino. Yeah. Yeah. Such a good one. Um, 
let's go down the cast list here. I may have to may have to pull it up. I'm actually not familiar with too many of the. Well, you got Al Pacino. Yeah, you have the cast list. Yeah, I got a couple. I okay, got John Cazelli. Yeah, who plays uh, his Sal? Sal. Yeah, poor Sal. Oh, Sal. I feel so sorry for Sal. He seems like such a sweetheart in the movie. He is. Yeah. Um, Charles Durning is the um, detective. The Moretti. Detective. Okay, Moretti. I like yeah. Moretti. I really like that character. Yeah, he's cool. Yeah. He kind of reminded me of like a Chris Farley, like <laughs> a little bit, like kind of pulling his pants up on the yeah. street and stuff. Um, I did a little looking into him. Okay, he was an Army Ranger in World War II. Oh wow! And and got three Purple Hearts. Dang! I know. Wow! What a badass! That's crazy. Yeah, he stormed the beaches of Omaha. Wow! Not Nebraska. <laughs> <laughs> just, just to clarify. Yeah. <laughs> oh my, uh, Nebraska doesn't have beaches. Um, yeah, but I really like that character a lot. Yeah. Um, yeah. Those are the kind of three main characters in that they movie. They really are. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we have we have the the rest of the bank, um, the bank cast, but uh, I don't know if anyone's particularly – you know, big looking at this cast list, um, and and there's a lot of characters, so we we won't we won't dive down yeah. too deep. But um, you you've named the main three you right. know, kind of characters of the movie. And then we noticed towards the end of the movie, the uh, one of the FBI guys yeah. was the android in Aliens. Uh, Aliens. Yeah, the yeah. Actor. Yeah. He's got this real scary looking face. He's got an android face. <laughs> he looks <laughs> like an android. He, like he still look. He looks very robotic in yes. this movie too. Yeah. He's just really good at playing that kind of character. Yeah. Very stern. Very stern. Straight face. Um, he kind of played an important role there at the end of the movie, yes, too. Yes, he did. Spoiler. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I like that truck at the end of the movie. I said that earlier, but man. Yeah. That, well, I want to I wanna give a shout out to Al Pacino. I'm a huge, I mean, who isn't an Al Pacino right. fan, really? I mean, um, he, his performance was really good. It's excellent. Yeah, because I'm more familiar with the character of Al Pacino oh. that we know today. Yeah. <laughs> the Scarface, the the heat, you know, yeah. the iconic roles that we've we've kind of know and we've mimicked. And um, you know, this is really pre him kind of falling into his own self, really. And he he uh is pretty uh, pretty subtle in his acting for the most part. You know, there's a lot of looking, there's a lot of Facial expressions back yeah. and forth. You know, there's some. There's not even a lot of dialogue sometimes between him and Sal, and um, you know, and he comes off just like kind of. He comes off too as a sweet guy. They both are like, I think, genuine in their intentions. Yeah. They don't want to hurt anybody, obviously. But um, yeah, I thought this was a really, really good performance. And obviously, this movie. What did we say earlier? Had six Academy Award nominations, so obviously it was recognized. But. Um. Yeah, it's such a good movie. I can't believe I hadn't hadn't seen it before. It was. It's like one of those that you have on your list, and you just never. Yeah. You know, it's like a Gone with the Wind. I've never seen Gone with the Wind, and I know it. One one of these days, I'm gonna sit down and watch it. But yeah, we'll see if it's better than Batman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not. Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Al Pacino's acting in this movie is. Yeah. You see this movie and you're like, oh, this is why Al Pacino is such an amazing actor. Yeah. Because he's not like Al Pacino owns like the scene when mm -hmm. he's in it usually, and he's like pretty sure of himself as Al Pacino. Yeah. In this movie, he's not, he's like, 
He's kind of clueless. Yeah, and Al Pacino movie. always kind of plays this like he's a suave character. He knows what he's doing. He's out, you know, he's always playing this very confident person. Right. And um, yeah, he's not confident. He has no idea what the heck he's doing in this movie. And things go wrong very, very quickly, we find out. And, um, you know, he's just kind of, you, you, you see the process of like the wheels turning in his head. And that's kind of hard to show. Because it's internal. It's like this internal struggle yeah. of like what to do next. And you can see that in his oh, expressions. Yeah, those eyes. Yeah, in he's the movie. All, they're always darting. And he's just like, well, what do I, you know, what do I do? What, what yeah. are we going to do? And he's like, you, you're kind of figuring it out with him yeah. while you're watching the movie, uh, which is crazy. It's good. I loved it. So good. Yeah. Um, okay. So now we can dive okay. into the movie. Into, in. into the meat yeah. of the movie. I'm a cannonball into it. So- the description was pretty spot on, I think, yeah. from the internet. But, uh, you know, at the end of the day, this like it's not a love story, obviously, but like there's like a heartfelt aspect to this movie. He's doing something bad. Yes, he's robbing a bank. But again, we talk about his intentions are good. You know, he's he's and there's been other movies like this. I was thinking about that. Um, what's that movie? Denzel Washington. Um John Q. Oh, with the hospital? Hospital. Yes. He's trying to save his son, right. but he ends up holding people. You know, there's there's a couple movies that are kind of like this that, you know, obviously robbing a bank, and we'll talk about Inside Man too. There's other motives there. This one, though, I think is just like you're doing something for somebody else. Truly just doing something for someone else. Um, he really didn't think it through, though. Yeah. Man, he didn't think this through. And like, if you're going to do it, yeah. just like have a plan, like have a backup plan. Right. There was no backup plan. No backup plan. I mean, the movie starts and their third man immediately drops out of it. Can't do it. He can't even hold the gun. Yeah. And so I think from that point on, it was like, this is going to be a disaster. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Whatever happened? I wonder that guy just got, he just got out of it. <sighs> yeah. Good on him. Because they all, they all saw him, but I'm sure he like, there's no name. He may have been on the cameras. Who knows? We don't know. We don't know the storyline. Yeah. But uh, I guess we could look it up since it's a true story. But <laughs> And how much can you be charged with if you just... I mean, he did point a gun at... Yeah, I, at I a, guess that's at true. At the like, bank officer. But uh, that is illegal. But yeah, that was a point where it was just like, well, this is, uh, this is not going to go right. Yeah, this is a train wreck <laughs> right from the start. Um, any any favorite scenes from the movie? Well, for you, when I think of that movie, yeah, I think of the the Attica scene where yeah. he's out there screaming that, yeah, because they're just like the co- you know the detectives telling people to get back. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's just so so much chaos going on, yeah, all around. Mm-hmm. Um, I really like that scene. That's a good scene. Yeah, I think something that was surprising for me was. Uh, well, not and not even really surprising, but I felt like it was very real. Was the the distrust for police, you know? Yeah, you know the people that are standing out there kind of start cheering him on, knowing what he's he's kind of doing uh, before they even know the the backstory of why he's robbing the bank. You know, they're just kind of cheering this guy on, um, and then the detective pulling the police back, putting the telling them to put their guns down. They're not listening. You know, there's just there's a lot of chaos going on, even with. What's supposed to be an organized, you know, group of yeah. police officers? They're not listening to each other. You know, there's a there's a couple in the back that are trying to sneak in at one point, and you know, again, just miscommunication um, at a time that like 
you got radios, you got walkie-talkies here. It's not, you know, we're not in the 1940s, so why is there a miscommunication? It's just kind of a mess. Yeah. It's it, all a mess. It felt familiar of today. Yeah. Yeah. You know, in some situations Definitely. that have happened. Definitely. So I was like, oh, yeah, that... Well, I think I think the distrust of police has probably gone gone back. I mean, so many years. I mean, I don't even know. Yeah, the organization itself, but um, you definitely feel that in the movie that people don't trust the police, and they're even on on the bank robbers' side. Right. Yeah, just right. out there cheering, and you know, it's kind of an odd thing. And I, I started thinking to myself, and I wanted to ask you, you know, would you be someone that would stand out there? for hours just to spec spectate and and watch hell no no you're not interested <laughs> I'm not in, i don't do black friday yeah so i, 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 I don't, don't like crowds either no. i feel like no. i don't know if that's just like the generation yeah. <laughs> that we live in this is an older movie but like i have no interest in watching a bank robbery go down or or someone be shot i like i don't want to see that like so it just amazes me they portray this in movies and and you see it sometimes on you know, big things happening on television and news. And, yeah. you know, you think about like the OJ thing and people were on bridges and watching. And, you know, it's just like, I'm just not that person to want to go see see this. Yeah. Um, is, is that a big city thing? Maybe. You know? Yeah. It, this was Brooklyn. Yeah. You know, maybe there's people walking around all maybe, over the place. Maybe because everybody's outside already. Yeah. That's true. That's yeah. true. Could be. There's nobody walking around Lebanon, Tennessee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah not much is uh is is Pop, happening yeah, no, here yeah, popping off <laughs> but uh what, what about you favorite scene oh i'd st- this is really tough because i haven't even like had time to fully digest this movie but um i think one of the funniest scenes is uh is like them but before right in the beginning he's like putting all the women in the in the safe right right in the vault and the whole bathroom situation oh, yeah. <laughs> and she's like we're all gonna have to go and it's just like him kind of fumbling with like what do i do and it was just kind of like a funny a funny moment i thought in a very real yeah a very real moment because like i would have definitely i would have been so nervous i would have had to pee like 10 times yeah and uh again him just like him really trying to not be cruel and mean, you know, he was like trying to figure out what am I going to do about the bathroom situation. And again, he just really didn't think anything through. Uh, no. Poor guy. No, not at all. And then, uh, and then I think another funny moment too for me, I don't know why I'm thinking about the, like the funny moments, but him asking Sal about the like, we're like, what country do you want to go to? <laughs> he said, Wyoming. <laughs> country oh poor sal oh sal's he's not the sharpest tool in the shed he was nervous he'd never been on a plane i know poor guy i know man yeah yeah poor sal yeah it's just you could tell he was the weak one in that relationship yeah and uh, sony had pushed him which it's pretty amazing that you're gonna go with your friend to rob a bank for his wife's sex change surgery. Like you got to be a really good friend to even want to go do that. And it seemed to me this was their first rodeo in robbing a bank. Yeah. I mean, they didn't really know what they were doing. Yeah, to get. But tw- they both have. Uh, Sal had been in prison before. Yes, he didn't want to go back. He was really scared about going back. 
in fact, they had made promises to themselves that if they weren't going to get out of this, they were going to shoot themselves, you know, kill themselves, or, um, you know, they were going to be successful. And that that was the only two options. And then, of course, things change as, as the, the movie goes on, and they yeah. develop this, you know, strategy to get on a, a jet and go out of country, which... It's never going to work. No, it it's, never works. And, and I was asking you that during the movie, has this ever worked? You see it in so many movies. We're going to get a helicopter. We're going to get a jet. We're going to fly out of the country. Yeah. Like, has that plan ever worked for anybody? No. I, just, I don't yeah, think I don't, so. I don't think so either. But that's what they always say. That's what they always want. Yeah. A jet. I want to get out of here. Yeah. No. Oh, man. You got to have your own jet waiting. Yeah. You can't rely. Yeah. So... You know, and, and okay. So to your point about yeah. the sex change, okay, that that really brings me to one of my favorite scenes too, when Sonny and his wife Leon are on the phone together. Yeah, and he's they're trying to, I guess he's trying to hold together that partnership during yeah. this whole bank robbery. It's just it's funny when someone's trying to hold together their life outside of a situation. Yeah, during a stressful situation. Yeah, and. uh you really get the sense during that phone call too that um, Al Pacino's character, uh, Sonny, is he's pretty crazy, and he's just like very erratic. Yeah, I mean they don't even have a a great relationship. He doesn't have a great relationship with his wife who has the kids, and he doesn't have a great relationship with Leon either. His second wife. His second wife. We don't. We're not sure if he was married to both at the same time or what the situation was, but. Um, yeah, I mean, Leon goes to say, like, you know, he's the reason that he's been taking these pills and killing himself. And, you know, it's a very, uh, it's a very toxic relationship that he has. Right. With, with both of his wives. Yeah. And he's just, he's not, I don't think he's a great, he's a great partner in general. He's trying to do a right thing. And I think he's trying to make up for that. Yeah. By doing this. And he's not getting the response I think he ultimately wanted from Leon. But things end on an okay note, I guess, for them kind of saying goodbye. But, uh, yeah. you you got to imagine what Sal and Sony's relationship is, too. Because yeah. Sal's so quiet. Yeah. I mean, is there some abusiveness behind yeah. that, you know, that's making him so quiet? Yeah. But but Sonny always seems to to look after him and take care of him. Yeah. And he kind of keeps asking him if he's okay, you know, things are okay. So you you get that there's like this, you know, um, not parental, but he's taking care of him. Right. Yeah. Hmm. It's very strange. It's very strange. A lot of relationships in this movie. <laughs> A lot of relationships, yeah. Yeah. For sure. But, um, yeah, I'm trying to think of any other scenes I can think of. I mean, the, the, the last scene in the movie, when, yeah. when Sal gets ultimately shot, that's pretty intense. Right. Um, and me having not seen the movie or I wasn't familiar with the story either, I was pretty shocked how it went down um, very quickly. It went down very quickly. They had a plan, yeah. which they had all day. I mean, they had all day to plan this. So um, pretty crazy. Yeah. But it, at the end, it's like, it, it's not going to be that hard because these guys are kind of idiots. And you've worn them down all day. Yeah. You've turned the lights off. You've yeah. Sweated the them AC out. off. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. You've gotten them confused, worn them down. Yeah. 
It, I, I hated to see Sal get shot. I did too. Man. I felt really bad. I felt like he was he was always going to be a pawn. Oh yeah. From the start of the movie, you're like, he's not making it. Yeah. And I didn't even know the outcome of the movie, and I knew that from the from the get go. Like he's just going to be a pawn in this. So sad. Poor guy. Yeah. Well, what, something I really really loved, and I think I think you did too. Um, the relationship of Sonny and the staff at the bank oh, and the yeah. women. And like, I feel like that's such, that's so like New York. And, and now that I've been to New York several times, I, everyone really sticks together there. And I think that like the people that are from New York, they're tough. They're tough. They've seen everything. This bank robbery is nothing to these women, clearly. Right. Yeah. I mean, there was a couple, the guy, you know, with his diabetes, the bank manager, whatever yep. he is. Um, you know, but the women were tough, tough as nails. They weren't scared. No. They weren't, they were dancing and joking. Yeah. Yeah, Sonny was just, teaching her how to uh, flip the gun around, his rifle. Yeah, which- Like military we like, style. Is the gun loaded when oh they were gosh. doing this? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, they're having a good time. They're having a good time. They're excited that they're on TV. You know, this is a big deal, which I guess in a day pre- like social media, right? This might have been a really big deal. Now, yeah. you, now everybody would just be like, you know, streaming it on their TikTok yeah. or Instagram, whatever. Um, but you know, they were, yeah, they could see themselves on a little TV, and yeah, it's think, exciting. It's a, it was ex, it was an exciting day for them, and I think that they knew they were because of maybe his demeanor. I think they knew they were safe, so they didn't really they weren't really fearing. He wasn't killing anybody. You know, he says from the get-go, what did he say? Like, I'm a Catholic. I'm not here to hurt anybody. Yeah. Like, that means <laughs> sure anything. Did. Like, that that doesn't mean shit to me if you yeah. tell me that while, while guns pointed at my face. But, um, you know, I think uh, I think it sort of put them at ease, and then they were just kind of chill from that moment on. And then even, it, and, and when the, the, the lead teller goes out with him, that scene is so great. When she's yelling at the cops too, yeah. when, they, when they bring the guard out, she's like, you idiots, like, what are y'all doing? She's like in defense of, of Sonny, which is just so freaking crazy that she is now on the side of the bank yeah. robber who's holding her hostage. And she's more than happy to. She's not trying to get away. Yeah, like, it's just insane. She's part of it. They've all joined in. I love it. We're all here together. Yeah. We're New Yorkers. That might be my favorite scene when she's out there with him. Yeah. Yeah. It's so great. It's good. Mm. I I really enjoyed it. Yeah, me too. Um, I did read something here that the the original working title of the movie was yeah. going to be called Boys in the Bank. Interesting. Uh, but the director said it sounded like a fluffy comedy mm-hmm. so he changed it to dog day afternoon because he wanted a title that suggested a hot stuffy day near the end of summer yeah which it did it felt real yeah hot and it was, sweaty it did feel like a summer day in new york yeah, real dog day afternoon just sounds hot I, is that a saying dog day i don't uh, even know what days it means. of summer dog days of summer okay i don't know i always thought that meant hot dogs <laughs> <laughs> shut up <laughs> I love it. Um, so yeah, I think. Uh, is there anything other that like about the movie that surprised you, or? Um, I just found it to be a really awesome bank robbery movie. Yeah, that felt out of control, mm-hmm. like the entire time. Yeah, I, no because one, I think a lot of a lot of bank robbery movies that we see, 
uh, are fiction, first of all, right? And usually there is maybe not always a success story, I will say, because I've seen a lot of bank robbery movies that aren't successful. But there's a plan, right? right. You're watching the plan unfold. Um, or even just heist movies in general that they're trying yeah. to go get something. You think of Oceans 11 and 12 and 13 and um, The Italian Job, all these type of movies that there's a there's a heist, there's a, there's a plan. Yeah. This movie just had no plan. Yeah, one of the guys left. It was just left. chaotic. Yeah, chaotic. It's chaotic. Um, but they were fairly successful in, I mean, at least how far they got. Yeah. I feel like that alone. Usually you don't get the hostages in a car. Yeah. But that's what they want. They wanted them yeah. to be in the car. Yeah. They were directing them to do that. Yeah. They weren't getting a helicopter in there. No. Yeah. Man. Thank goodness none of the hostages got shot. That was so scary. Right. I thought, and it's so dangerous. But, I mean, they did what they had to do, ultimately, um, to end it right then and there. But, yeah. Mm. Mm. Powerful stuff. That was a powerful movie. Yeah. Act- I can see why it's like, you know, a cult classic now. Right. Yeah. Makes me want to go back and watch Serpico because of the same director, yeah. Al Pacino. Similarities. Like, I want to see how, how those two movies stack up. What do yeah. they look like together? You yeah. Know? I wonder what makes this movie stand out for a lot of people that, um, you know, hold it in high regard. Because I know a lot of people do. They they love this movie. Yeah. And it's like, I like it. I don't know if I love it. But there is something about it. There's something about it that's different. Um, I think there's like a lot of emotion in the movie. I think I think that's it. I think there's a lot of more emotion in this kind of, of a heist bank robbery movie than any other movie you're going to get with that kind of um, action taking place. Right. Yeah. Well... Are you ready to to rate this film? Is it? I'm not ready. I'm not ready. Uh, yeah, I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> that was quick. All right what do you, What do you rate it? What are you rating this one? So, how many bats? I'm gonna give it four bats. Mm. And I'll tell you why. It was believable. Yeah, I believe that was a, a real situation. Yeah, the acting is superb. Mm-hmm. The the directing, the the filmmaking is, I love it. Yeah. Um, it's not a movie I'd watch yearly. Mm-hmm. It, I mean, every five years, maybe I go to back to watch it. Yeah. But I'm going to say solid four bats because I think it is a really good film. Yeah. So that's it. That's fair. Yeah. That's very fair. Which puts it in the Batman Returns yeah. range. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. I can see that for sure. Yeah. Well. So, what about what about you, Kat? <laughs> I'm going to give it a three and a half. Oh, half bat. I give it a half bat. Yeah. I give it the extra umph because like you said, it is believable. It's not one of these like extravagant movies. People are jumping out of cars and jumping out of planes and just all this craziness that you usually see in these action-packed movies. Um, it's pretty real. Like there's nothing yeah. super extravagant going on. It's messy. It's I think this is what it probably does go down. People are are scrambling. Police are scrambling. You know, um, yeah. It felt it felt very real. Yeah, and it was. It's kind of stood up. Like I, you know, sometimes you watch these older movies. This is nineteen seventy five. You watch these older movies, and you're like, yeah, this is old. This is really right. old. I didn't get that feeling. Like I, I felt like, yeah, it was. It was set in the time and place of 
being in the 70s, but um, it uh, it stood up as still being entertaining. It didn't feel like an overly old movie in, in its dialogue and, and things that were, yeah. were going on, so it was still enjoyable. Yeah, those 70s movies can be kind of odd on the pacing. They can be slow. Yeah. You know, they can be really slow, and I think uh, maybe some of the late 60s movies were really like that, but they started really picking up the pace in, I think, the 70s going forward, but... Uh, yeah, this wasn't s- slow at all. Right. I, I never felt like it was dragging at any moment. There's definitely slower moments in the movie, but I never felt like bored, I guess. Right. So, yeah, three and a half bats. Sweet. I think that's pretty fair. I think it's fair. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Okay. Ready? Ready jump into Inside Man? I am. Which the- also, there's apparently a show now called Inside Man. I didn't even realize that. They did a Crazy. TV show? They did. Yeah, I don't think it's the same, though. It has Stanley Tucci in it. I love Stanley Tucci. So do I. We got to do some Stanley Tucci movies. Mm. All right. So Inside Man, I'm going to read the description from uh, good old Google here. A tough detective, played by Denzel Washington, matches wits with a cunning bank robber, played by Clive Owen. As a tense hostage crisis is unfolding... Uh, into the volatile situation comes a woman named Madeline, played by Jodie Foster, a mysterious power broker who has hit, who has a hidden agenda and threatens to push a tense situation past the breaking point. Um, that's an interesting description. I feel like they really make Jodie Foster into a big character. She is, but there's a lot else going on here. Um, yeah, I think that's just a way to really throw her name into the mix there. No doubt she has a big role in this movie. I really like her role oh. in this movie. I also just like Jodie Foster. But uh, yeah, there's so much going on. Mm-hmm. I guess it would be hard to really put it all into a very small description. So maybe it's, yeah. maybe it's, maybe it's fair. It's a lot of moving parts. <laughs> it's a lot of moving parts. Um, yeah, we, man, the cast list of this movie. I'm just going to go down like a really quick list. We have Denzel Washington. We have Clive Owen. We have Jodie Foster. We have Christopher Plummer. We have William Defoe. We have uh, Chiwetel Ejiofor. Hopefully, I said that right. I always mess up on his name. Um, and then, and then we have a lot of other sub characters of the movie. Who? Guess what? We just discovered freaking freaking one of the bank tellers in Dog Day Afternoon is in this movie. It's crazy. So directed by Spike Lee. Um, it's a Spike Lee joint. Spike Lee joint. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Which doesn't. I actually was really surprised. I hadn't seen this movie in a long time. And I'll be honest, I never really paid attention that he was a director of this movie. And I, I've watched several of his like 90s movies. And um, first of all, I think it might be one of Spike's best movies that he's ever done, in my opinion. But I also wasn't like a huge fan of his um, kind of 90s. Um, I don't even know. They're not really teen. They're like... Um, I don't know. How would you describe some of his earlier movies? Oh, like Do the Right Thing? Yeah, like Do the Right Thing. They're not teen movies, but they're like they're like youthful. Coming of age. Kind of coming of age, yeah. yeah. I was just never a huge fan of those. And I feel like this is like such a such a drastic turn for him. It's an action movie, right? Yeah, it's it's definitely an action movie. It's a heist movie. Um what year is this released? This was two thousand six. Two thousand six, okay. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I mean a pretty big year, I think, for movies. But um, yeah, wow, what a what a crazy ride this is. Yes, uh, 
It is crazy. Yeah. And it's a it's like um it's like dog day where mm-hmm. uh robbing the bank is a necessary evil. Yeah. You know? We're, I guess we yeah, we can talk about the movie and the premise without it. obviously if you've never seen this movie, pause, go watch it cuz this is a big spoiler. There is sort of a hidden agenda going on that's yeah. pretty freaking big. Absolutely. Uh, Christopher big. Plummer's character is found out to have had um some dealings with the Nazis and you know betrayed uh betray the Jews basically and um for some freaking weird reason kept this document you know yeah why don't ever keep Nazi stuff they'll always come back to bite you yeah yeah so the bank robbers uh, played by Clive Owen and his his fellow robbers um you know that's why they're there they're there to expose this guy and um they're not they're not there for the cash. No. They're not there for the cash. Oh, there's diamonds. Yeah. We find out there's diamonds involved, but they're not there for the cash. They, I don't even know if the cash gets touched. No, they don't. They don't no, even touch it. Nothing goes missing. Yeah. 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 It's so good. That's cool. I don't I, I don't even know how to like how to start on this movie. I know cuz there's so much. There's so much happening. There's so much happening. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah, I um we were talking about, you know, he's not taking any of the cash. I mm-hmm. love the scenes where he's standing in the vault. Like yeah. the, that's usually like the biggest thing. Like I yeah. got to get to the vault. Yeah. He's in the vault. There's all this money. Mm-hmm. He's not touching any of it. Yeah, that's so cool. There, there is a really great scene. It's one of my favorite scenes. I kind of marked it where he's, uh, he is standing in the vault by himself and it's kind of zooming out. Yes, it's real cinematic. It's so good. Yeah, great music too playing. Love the music of this movie. Yes. Really love the, his Spike's choice of, of music. Um, but yeah, I mean, the bank robbers are dressing themselves up. They had everybody change clothes into kind of a painter's, you know, uniform. Yeah. Um, and so this is to confuse the cops because ultimately their cops are coming in. They they know they're going to come in. They have everything planned, which makes this movie the opposite of what we just right. watched. All planned. It is all planned to a T. They yeah. know exactly what the cops are going to do. Um, I don't know if he's been in the situation before, but Clive obviously knows what he's doing. He's so calm. Yeah, uh, he's he plays it so cool. Yeah. in this movie. Yeah, you don't um you don't hate them. You don't. No. You, there's really like not a villain besides like Christopher Plummer's character. You find out later on. Yeah, but there's like the bank robbers aren't the villains. Right. Denzel's not a villain. You know, yeah. you're kind of cheering for both sides. You're like, you're kind of hoping Denzel figures it out. But then you're kind of hoping that, you know, these guys make it out of there, these bank robbers. So, you know, and then they start, um, I'm, I hope I'm not getting ahead of it, but you know, they- Go ahead. They, <laughs> we're, we're, we're getting ahead. This one's going to be all over the yeah, place. Yeah, it's going to be all over the place. They start showing those scenes where they're interrogating yeah. uh, the, the people that were in the bank. Love that. So you already know like, oh- they made it out. They've already, they've, the police are duped. Mm-hmm. And you know this like way on. Yeah. And so you're like, how do they get duped? Yeah. So that's great that you kind of know, mm-hmm. kind of know the ending, but. Well, you, you, you don't know though, because you see them being interrogated and they're being interrogated because they're, they're trying to figure out who it is. Yeah. And so you, you do, you know, they get out safe. You know, most of the people are making it out, but you know that something's happened along the way that they don't know who the robbers are. And you're like, how, how do you not know? Yeah. And then you find out later on that they, they all come out with them with the exception of Clive who hides himself behind a, 
a fake wall in a closet. So which genius. Is genius for like a week. He's back there, you know. Um, and then he breaks out and walks out of the bank like he said he's going to do. And walk right out of the bank. Yeah. Wow. So crazy. Yeah. Um, but let's talk about Jodie Foster real quick. So she's like this go-getter, like, I don't, you know, she's, she gets shit done basically. Yeah. Power player. She's the person you, you, you call when, you know, you've accidentally killed somebody or whatever. Yeah. (laughs) She's going to get you out of it. Right. Right. And so Christopher Plummer has called her. She's obviously in a political space. She's protecting the big dogs, right? She is the person. No one likes her, but she will get you out of it. And, um, yeah, he calls her to basically bail him out of this situation. He needs to get this document. He's super scared because obviously it puts him at risk and his bank and everything else. Yeah. So, um, but he doesn't want to tell her what it is. She finds out later on, obviously. But uh, yeah, she's a, she's a great character, great addition to the movie. Um, I think the characters are so strong and I love that this is a big character movie. You have, I mean, freaking Denzel. Um I love I love the dynamic between him and his partner in this movie, played by uh, I mean I, I just always like mispronounce Chiwetel Chiwetel I think is how you say it. Um, they're great, aren't they? Together, they're they're a good they're a good partnership. They're a good duo. Yeah, I, and one of the first movies I think I've seen Chiwetel in besides like he's in Love Actually. He's in Love Actually. Yeah, yeah, wow. he's the one that's married to Keira Knightley. Oh, it's been it's been a long time yeah. since I've seen so that I think, movie. Like that and this movie are like the first like oh. things I've I've kind of seen him in. But obviously he's turned into this huge actor himself. Um Denzel is like full Denzel in this movie. He's got so much swag. He is full Denzel. Yeah. And I think that's a strike against him. Ooh. In my book. He's too swag. I think he's too Denzel. Too 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 cocky. Too cocky. Yeah. Cause he's really cocky in this movie. And which hurts him. It hurts him. Yeah. Yeah. Because he's not thinking. You know, it's just, I like Denzel Washington. Yeah. I like his movies. But I want to see him vulnerable. Yeah. I want to see him under the gun. hmm And he never gets there. He's yeah. always Denzel. He's always Denzel. He's he's so powerful. Yeah. On and, screen. And yeah. It's like, uh, do you know how to act yeah. in a different way? Yeah. Which he probably does. I mean. Obviously, yeah. I think yeah. he's probably been in roles that are, are certainly that way. Um, yeah, he definitely strikes me as like a little too cocky in this movie, a little too, you know, this is a, a major bank robbery and I think he's not giving enough credit to yeah, the bank robbers. Right. He, he's dumbing them down and they're freaking smart. They've outsmarted them already from the get go. Sure. Um, I love William Defoe in this movie. <sighs> William's great. I love him playing the cop. Yeah. He's so good. He, you know, what's funny is he may be like the best actor on the set, Probably. but is so his role is so minute. <laughs> it is, and like it's, so, it's a bit surprising. It's like whoa, like yeah, this is like a powder keg, yeah, right there. But yep. it's like, yeah, I love Willem Dafoe. But he's his character is important. You know, he's he's a voice of the police. Yeah, he's and, a voice of the, of the NYPD. And I believe I believe that he is a New York policeman. He plays it well. He plays it well. He plays it real well. Yeah. Uh, and then, yeah. And then Clive Owen, who is um, the mastermind behind all, all this, you know, which he, like you said, he's cool. He's collected. Yeah. Doesn't really get angry throughout the movie. Everything that's happening, he's already planned for, which is so insane. Yeah. He knows every move they're going to make. The bug, 
you know, that was on the, on the, on the sign that the, they brought into that trailer, you know, the, the yes. bugs, he's listening to them. Right. And I thought, y'all idiots, you didn't even bother to just check this thing before you brought it into the truck. You know, I thought, I feel like that's like, like police detective 101. Like, let's check for a bug. Well, they, cause they, they didn't think they were that smart. They kept no, on, they I, kept on underestimating them. Yeah. I mean, that ruins them. They and that's how they really know every play they're going to make, and he eventually figures it out. But yeah, just so stupid. I feel like yeah. you feel like there'd be some some smarter detectives. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So we're <laughs> we're talking about like some things we don't like, and one of the things I I didn't like was how they were interrogating. In those flashbacks that we were seeing, they felt very, um, I don't know, very not like unofficial, very, I don't, I don't, I've never been interrogated per se, but they were almost comical in a way and they were unbelievable to me. Like they were kind of, they were, some of them were for laughs. That's Denzel. Yeah. He was given his like, his. But was it Denzel or was it the writing? Was it, you know, I, yeah. Mm. So I didn't love that. I also didn't love, and this is just me being picky, like cinematically, the, the coloration. And I, I think it was to make it make it known that this is like a different time. Right. So it looks very grainy, looks very dark. Yeah. I don't know if you noticed that. Yeah, Those green. Inner, yeah. Fluorescent light. Um, green. I just didn't, I didn't like that personally. But I understand why it's there. I think they just want you to know for sure this is, this is happening in the future. This hasn't happened yet. Um, but yeah, other than that, I think it's a great, I think it's a great movie. It's one of those that is really good the first time you watch it. Yeah. Because you're like, wow, okay, this is, um, something has unfolded in the movie that was a surprise. But it's still enjoyable to go back and watch. And I would say more enjoyable than probably going back and watching Dog Day. I could watch this movie multiple times, you know? Yeah, it's a, it's. It's a little, it's a little bit more lighthearted. Yeah, there's there's a lot more. There's some laughs in it. There's laughs. It's a little bit more entertaining. You know, there's a lot of characters, big characters involved. It's not just one, just one guy. You know, you're not just basing the movie on one person. There's just a lot of moving parts. Did you have a favorite scene in this film? Um, I really like the scene where um, Clive Owen goes into the vault and he's sitting with the kid. Yeah, and the kid's playing it's just like this. Just ter- it's like a Grand Theft Auto game, on right. there, and he's just like, "Man, I got to talk to your dad about this." But um, that's a good. That one. little kid is just—he's real cute. He's from Brooklyn, yeah. you know. He's—he's he's got the accent, uh, and so I really, I really enjoyed that scene. And the other one that kind of stood out for me was um, when Clive calls them in the truck, and he's asking them, he's giving them like a, a, a question, kind of a clue game. Oh, that riddle. The riddle, yeah, yeah. it's a riddle, and. He picks it up and then he answers it and then they're like real sure what he's going to say. And then it's like between William Defoe and Chiwetel and Denzel and they're all just like, they're all just going back and forth on the answer to this question. It was, it was about trains or something, yeah. the train line. Um, and that just whole dynamic there. And he's like, no, 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 don't. And he hangs up on him and he calls him back. But yeah, that little banter between all of them was pretty good. Which shows that the police aren't in control. They're not yeah. in control. Yeah. You know, it's Clive. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? Any any favorite scenes stood out? I do like when he is asking everybody for their phones. Yeah. And 
the manager, I believe he was the manager, says he doesn't have his. He left it at home. Oh. So he grabs another phone and calls him. And the guy's like sweating. And he's sweating. And the song is Gold Digger, oh, Jamie yeah. Foxx and Kanye. Yeah. Like as the ringtone. And I love that. I was yeah. like, that's hilarious. Never do that. Like never try to out con a con. No. Like you're going to die. Yeah. So, and then he goes into that room and he like, he, he kind of starts talking to himself mm-hmm. a little bit. He's a little freaky. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, what's going on? And he takes him in there and just beats that guy's ass. Yeah, he does beat him. And it's like, whoa. I mean, that's. Yeah. They're obviously not in there to kill anybody. They no. They don't want to hurt anybody either, but they definitely hurt people. Yeah. In the sense of like some punches and some slaps and things like that. Um. Yeah, the one guy's bringing one of the women at some point, and he like bangs her head up against the freaking door frame, getting her in the room right. by accident, you know? Yeah, um, which was funny. Which is kind of funny. It's kind of funny. He's like, oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> that was kind of funny. Uh, yeah. What other scenes? Uh, so Denzel gets the, pulls the gun. He tries to get the mask off Clive, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And... They the other guy rushes there and puts the gun on Denzel. Yeah. And then immediately after that, they they go to that camera in the window. Yeah. And they shoot that or they shoot yeah. quotations. The uh one of the hostages. Yeah. Those so like a dummy. That scene, which is super intense. Mm-hmm. And then then it goes to Denzel on this like track roller yeah. camera. Yeah. Like I've I, seen that before in a couple movies. I love that. Yeah. It just looked like it's very intense. It's so intense. Mm-hmm. Um, I like. It. There's a lot of good shots in this film. There is really. There is a lot of good shots. New York looks fantastic in this movie. Yeah. Um, you know they're, you know, presumably at, at a bank on Wall Street. Big buildings. It looks dark. You know, you got the shadows of the big buildings. We talked about that. Um, yeah, I, that is a standout scene too, and how that like that's that shaky movement. It's kind of just following him. Yeah. Along. Um, another. Another. Really good scene is the um, the conversation between Jodie Foster and Clive Owen when she comes in the bank too. And yeah. you're talking about another person with swag in this movie. She has a lot of confidence, but opposite of what we feel about Denzel, she doesn't usually have that kind of confidence in movies. She's really pulling out a lot in this movie. And she does a really good job with it. Yeah. Yeah. She plays it perfectly. She owns it. She owns it. Um, I could kind of tell, this is just a random little thing. I could tell that she was uncomfortable wearing heels in this movie. If you like, I don't know why I was just like watching her walk. She goes in there with heels. She's wearing them throughout the whole movie, and you, I can just tell like she's does she doesn't ever wear heels. I because I walk like that <laughs> if I'm putting heels because I'm not comfortable in them. And she was just like a little wobbly, you know. I could tell like yeah. she was trying to be real, you know, confident in her walk and. It just wasn't. If you really pay attention, okay. I can tell. Like you don't usually wear heels. Okay, this is for the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, she did an amazing job. I love that conversation that she has with him. She's so sure of herself. She's she's like she's gonna make whatever happen. Basically, you yeah. know. She. I think later on, she's she, not even scared. No, she's not even. She goes right into a hostage situation. Yeah, no, she doesn't give a fuck. No, like she has. I mean, at least Denzel, I think, has some preparation that things might go down while he's in there. She did. She's not worried at all. Well, Denzel's putting on a bulletproof vest. Well, she's also there to help. She's there to help him. Yeah, she's there to help those guys. Yeah, because they've got what she wants. Yeah, she's she's my favorite character in the movie. Yeah, she might, and William Defoe. I think I like. I really like yeah. his character. 
Um, it's Willem. It's great. Yeah. Another favorite moment, and I just like, I quote this all the time, is the uh, Albanian, you know, <laughs> that, that that construction worker, yeah. the whole Albanian situation. Oh. It's so funny. Which is genius. Yeah. 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 It was really smart. They knew they were going to be bugged. Yeah. Yeah. I Albanian. She yeah. gets uh, my man, my man, <laughs> Albanian. They ask all his wife, his ex-wife, yeah, to come in there. She's got all the parking tickets. Yeah, all the parking tickets. All She's got like a hundred parking, parking yeah. tickets. Oh my gosh, it's great. <laughs> Smoking a cigarette in there. <laughs> Not a care. Not a care in the world. Man, oh man, such a good movie. Um, and really, like it's it's pretty surprising. I think you know when again when you watch it for the first time, it's pretty surprising. It is. Yeah. I think it's a clever film. Me too. Yeah, I like it. Really, really good. And and in my opinion, probably the best Spike Lee movie yeah. that he's done. Yeah. Well, are we ready to rate it? Is there any other, anything else you want to talk about um, before we get to the ratings? No, I think I'm ready. <laughs> I'm looking right here at my note. Oh, I did. Yes. Oh. Yeah, I do want something to talk about let's, here. Let's go for I'm it. I'm going to hit it up. All right. Okay. So I wanted to connect this to Dog Day Afternoon. Yeah. Because Denzel says, you've seen Dog Day Afternoon. Oh, yeah. You know you know what happens. You can't get a plane. Yeah. You can't yeah. da-da-da. Um, Clive Owen calls Denzel Serpico on the phone. Oh. And the other de- – what, what, what's the name of uh, Denzel's detective partner? Oh, Chiwetel's character? Yes. Uh, well, Detective Mitchell. Okay. Yeah. So Detective Mitchell is talking about uh, Michael uh, Colleone from The Godfather. Wow. So a lot of Al Pacino. A lot of Al Pacino references yeah. like, throughout that film, which is pretty yeah. crazy. Which, you know, we we read that, you know, Spike Lee is a huge fan of Dog Day. And so I think he, you know, he was obviously trying to pull those references. We've got the woman that was a bank teller. Now she's, um, I don't. I think she was just someone in the bank. I don't think she worked for the bank in, in Inside Man. Right. She's one that in the beginning of the movie um, throws a, fu- a, fit, a fit, throws a fit about changing. She doesn't want change in front right. of everybody. And you caught that, that. That was the same actress. Yeah. And apparently the pizza guy, the guy that brings the pizza is the same guy that brings the pizza in Dog Day too. It's a little Easter egg, I guess. Yeah. It's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. I like cool. those little homages. I do too. For sure. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah, there was there was a lot of similarities. I mean, both both bank robbers, like we talked about, you know, they don't want to hurt anybody. They're not there to kill people. You know, they're they're there to get what they need and to get out. Um, and they're not reckless in the fact that they're just gonna you know kill whoever's in their way, which you you do see in some movies and and in real life is like that. Oh, you know, people sure. are just shooting just to shoot, yeah, with not a care. You know, they're gonna die anyway. Who cares? Um, but it's not like that in either of these movies, which is cool. Um, I'm just trying to make sure I have all my notes. Yeah, I, I mean, that's, cool. a, that's a great point. Yeah. Well, I, I'm ready to rate it. I'm going to let you rate it. You hit me okay. up first. Tell me what you're thinking. Um, I'm going to give this movie a four. Okay. So just, you know, slightly above Dog Day, only because of its rewatchability, in my opinion. I can rewatch this movie quite often. I enjoy this movie. There's obviously some things I aren't my favorite about it, but it doesn't ruin, ruin the experience of watching it. And so, yeah, solid four bats for me. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to go with three Ooh, bats. Three. And 
when I was watching this movie, I was thinking about Jim Carrey <laughs> in Batman Forever. Yeah. Because I feel like Denzel and Jim Carrey are a lot alike. Okay. Like, I don't think Denzel could get out of being Denzel in this mm. film. Jim Just, Carrey couldn't get out. Yeah. You see Jim Carrey as the Riddler, and he's like humping the air and saying, spank me or whatever. You know, he's being... <laughs> Days Venture. I haven't watched that in Jim a while. Carey. Apparently, yeah. I do too. Oh, it's ridiculous. Um, but I feel like Denzel was just like that. Yeah. Like I was like, I, you, uh, I know you're a good actor, and Jim Carrey's a great actor. Mm-hmm. But don't give me like stock performance. Yeah, and you know, really across the board in that movie, was there any acting that really blew me away? Not really. Yeah. Not, not Jody, like, if anybody. Jody, if, yeah. anybody. if anybody. Yeah. She was awesome. Yeah. Um, she didn't phone it in. Like, yeah. Yeah. And Christopher Plummer is great. I, I mean, but he's, he, but he's being Christopher Plummer yeah, too. Like, yeah. he's not, he's just kind of being, I, I agree yeah. with you. I yeah. guess the only person, like, Willem Dafoe's great acting because he wasn't being crazy Willem Dafoe. <laughs> like, he's, he's very toned down. Real toned down. But everybody else is just like, yeah. It's kind of straightforward. Yeah, it is, it is a straightforward character movie for sure. Um, but yeah, I'll give it three. Well, and I think if in we yeah, besides Jody, I think a point or two should go to Clive Owen only because that bank robber, I mean, you saw in Dog Day, like he's yelling, he's freaking losing his mind. Um, obviously, he didn't know what he was doing, Al Pacino in the movie, but Clive just is a bank robber that's really just calm and collected. Yeah. And he never loses his shit, really. Never. And uh, for that, I think it deserves a point. Just because of that character, like it's not—it's unexpected from someone that's doing this to act like that. And he's a mastermind too. Solid. Yeah. It's a solid movie. It's a solid movie. Yeah. All right. So none of them were better than Batman. No. Unfortunately. Unfortunately for them. Yeah. yeah. But they're close. Yeah. They're good. They're, they're good, good movies. They're not. They're not lower than. Three. No. So three's kind of middle range. Yeah, because I gave the fly. What was the fly like a two? Yeah, Oof. I think you did. Yeah, it didn't hold up for me. Yeah, I think it scared you These... a little bit. <laughs> I wasn't scared. Okay. I was grossed out. <laughs> yeah. I was definitely grossed Ugh. out. Yeah. But this is good. This these, is good. Both of these movies are really, really solid. Solid. Solid yeah. films. Yeah. Solid Solid recommendations to anybody. Yeah. Um. Yeah. If you're if you're into the bank robbery heist, um, movies, yeah, you gotta watch these two. They're they're must watch. They are in must that watch. category. Yeah. I would, Any other movies that you feel like kind of fall into that? For like bank robbery. Yeah, films? bank robbery or heist movies. Point Break. Ooh, Point Break's a great one. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. I, I like Point Break because it they are very like Shwayze. methodical. Sways, peace ways, R I P. It's really good in that movie too. Yeah, he's awesome. He yeah. looks great in every movie. He looks great in every movie. Yeah, you see, you see the bank robbers like knowing what they're going to do, yeah. knowing how to execute it, but then unraveling too mm-hmm. in that film, which I really like. Yeah, they kind of lose it at the end. Yeah, for sure. But um, yeah, I love bank. I, I like a I like a heist movie. Yeah, I don't. I'm trying to think if I prefer like a heist or if I prefer. A bank robbery. There's not a lot of bank robbery movies I can think of, to be honest with you, well, that I've maybe seen. Bank robberies end up being like standoffs, really. They're, yeah, they're like a standoff situation, hostage situation. There's right. a lot of movies that kind of fall into that category. Um, but yeah, these are these are definitely standouts for sure. 
Oh, hey. What? Die Hard. Oh, yeah. That's not a bank, but it's He's a, hold, It's holding people hostage, It's a though. vault. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Die Hard. That's up there. That is up there. Yep. Yeah. I mean, it, that's a hostage negotiation yeah. situation. We'll write that one at some yeah, point. Yeah, that's we got a, to. Oh, man. Mm. Mm. That one might be better than Batman. Shh, you Ooh. shut your mouth. <laughs> it might be close. It might be close. It might be it close. It might be as good as Batman. Yeah. Okay. 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 Well, we'll figure we'll, it out. We'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs> well, that was fun. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Well, um, if you like this episode, be sure to subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen. And uh, head over to our Instagram and give us a follow there too. We'll uh, we'll post our ratings. We'll post pictures and thoughts and quotes from the movies that we're we're talking about. And we hope you enjoy the episode. Yeah. See you next time. All right. Bye, Cat. Bye.